Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And coming up on the show, it's a Monday, and we have got all sorts of NFL conversation. We've got some leaky reports coming out of Jacksonville. we got another one coming out of Chicago. Coaches in trouble, possibly on the hot seat. Aaron Rodgers and company. Is Aaron Rodgers actually staying put? Somebody on the broadcast sides with LeVar Arrington. We will discuss. We tried to tell you. LeVar tried to tell you. There was a storm coming, and that storm was Micah Parsons. He has completely taken over the league. We'll talk about why he fell to where he fell in the draft and what to expect moving forward. We're going to have another edition of the FSR IR, and we've got some stories and some stuff we need to give some love to, but we don't have a name for it yet. We'll get into that for you also right here. It's the Monday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, and it's yours next on FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 
Well, here we go. We got an old conversation that has popped back up because of something somebody said during a game in the NFL this weekend. We'll get into all that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find this show on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. Welcome to the week and we are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, how are we feeling on a Monday, ladies and gentlemen? How are Wonderful. we feeling, guys? We Wonderful. feeling fired up? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. A little, uh, yeah. little fired up. Uh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's wrong, Brady? Let's go. All right, no, what's, no, nothing's what's wrong. Problem? Feel, feel, feel good. What'd feel you, ready to go. You lose a couple of bets in overtime yesterday or something? Huh? No, I, although yeah. I, there was someone on this show who had some Knox locks that didn't work out so yeah. well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Name Knox. Knox locks. Let me yeah. tell you something, yeah. man. When, yeah. when you when you lose two bets simultaneously yeah. in overtime, that's yeah. uh, Knox unlocks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's just you know, brutal. You know what I love about that too? I guess in the case of uh, Cincinnati was favored though in that game, right? It was like a point and a half, something uh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't much. But what I love about Knox locks is they're always underdogs. He very <laughs> rarely picks favorites very rarely so i love it when the favorite just hammers down on jonas like as 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 far as what's expected to happen happens and jonas he's not able to bet into that underdog mentality that he loves to say that he comes from well listen i mean that is a good point uh and by the way the underdog mentality which you can hear saturdays 10 to noon eastern time here on fox sports radio wow we didn't Uh, make it three minutes uh, into the show it's not true because i did i did bet uh titans first half that was my other pick yeah. uh, just based on some of the uh, some of the issues that are going on there in Jacksonville which we will get to uh, later on in the show but uh, nonetheless it was uh, an eventful uh, weekend in the NFL I'll it say, was I'll say this the afternoon games thank God for those because the morning games yesterday or the early games uh, morning on uh, where we're at uh, were just terrible I'm mean, blowouts I mean Raiders Chiefs seems like it seemed like it was over four minutes in I mean they they were ready though. They went and stood on the logo. They <laughs> they congregated. Uh, the the Raiders congregated on the Chiefs logo and and made it known that uh, it was their house. That's bad. Did that stuff bother you in the NFL, Lavar? Uh, uh, yes. I'm oh, I'm old school. Okay. I'm, here's okay. the thing, Brady. I'm old school, right? So you could go you could go look it up. I told Warren Sapp if he walked through our stretching line, neither one of us would be playing well, on Sunday. Okay, that's different though, right? Like that that's like just downright disrespectful. If you yep. go stand on the logo in the NFL, I'm more like yeah, I'm not. Go take you could go take a dump on. I, I don't care. I, I just no gang banging type stuff. I'm I'm just saying <laughs> don't don't come on our side of the fifty. There's like certain rules you don't break don't come on our side of the 50 don't don't do nothing crazy like come skipping through our stretching line like you're not gonna like uh, that's not gonna happen so i i don't know how i i would exactly felt if we were out there and they were congregating on on our logo because i feel like that would have been direct you're you're directly trying to disrespect us and there's like people like me that would have been like you see what these mother effers are doing like yeah. I just I would have kept throwing in one. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Really but care. that's it's meant for you hey. to keep throwing, and it's meant for guys like me on your team to look at Brady and be like, "Hey, hey, look, we got y'all you. two over there. Yeah, y'all stay true. right in front of Brady. That's true. Because I'm about to go f these mother effers up. Yeah, like that's how I would, and that's how it would have went down. That's what you at and least I we done. know. 
Yeah, at least we know John Gruden can't get blamed for this, too. Yeah, right? Well, there you go. I mean, he wasn't there for this. So it like he's texting well, the boys. Hey, fellas, make sure when you get maybe, the arrowhead. I mean, but then again, maybe the emails haven't come out yet. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. And by the way, wasn't, wasn't Gruden the guy that allegedly told the team bus to circle uh, uh, Chiefs Arrowhead yes. Stadium a couple yes. years ago? That was also Allegedly. Gruden. I don't yeah. think it was allegedly. I mean, I'm pretty sure they did. You know, I mean, just based on the behavior, who the hell knows what's going on there. But it seems like there's going to be a lot of changes there. Uh, now, there could be some changes uh, in the offseason for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they, they did exactly what they uh, should have what done. What day is it? What day is it? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. It's Monday. And, <laughs> it's uh, Monday. The uh, Green Bay Packers took care of a bad football team uh, that I think should be uh, should be banned from the NFL at this point. Uh, the Bears should be playing in the CFL, uh, you know, move to uh, Saskatchewan and figure they things out from there. Fight in them, it was, yeah, it was competitive. Yeah, Why are you getting so down on them? I mean, come on. Let's, okay. Uh, whatever. We can get into that later. They actually yeah. led the game. Yeah, yeah they had yeah. some fight, yeah, man. Big deal. Uh, you okay. know, I mean, big, right, you know, come deal. on. They, they led the game shortly. I, I and think then, they're uh, fighting for their head coach now. Yeah. You know? It could well, have been worse. Well, I mean, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Based on you know some reports, I mean, uh, there's a package deal that could be on the would way. Would you? Would you rather? Well, go ahead, keep going. Keep well, I'm, going. I'm just saying, there's <laughs> okay. you know there's a report from Jason Locke confirm. I mean, Locke and Fora. Locke and Firma. Just a slip. Just a slip. Locke and Firma. Just a slip. I didn't really mean that. Okay. But but you know just wow. uh, uh, yeah, and Aaron. I'm sorry. It's a Monday. I got a little case of the Mondays early on. But there's a report that uh, Trace Armstrong, uh, who's an agent now. Uh, represents uh, people in the media and some others uh, that you know also represent. He's been an agent for a while. Yeah, man. Ryan Day. He's a former Chicago Bear. That that there's been a discussion about him being brought in in a management role. Um, Trace Armstrong allegedly shot down those that report uh, on a, on a Twitter account that people just assume is his. Uh, and then the best detail that came out was that um, another client of Trace Armstrong is Matt Nagy. Mm. So I'm not really sure that that uh, makes a whole lot of sense. That uh, you know that that would go down like that. Well, I'll tell you, we didn't hear from any uh, Aaron Rodgers um, agents yesterday. <laughs> no, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> let me take that back. Aaron let me reel Ross. that. Let me reel that 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 <laughs> sentence back in. Ugh. Let me catch wait, that real. Let me what, reel it back why, in. Why? Because they won. Does it matter of what's going to happen in the future? This is the oddest thing about you. Is we've got time before we see what he's going to do. They could win a Super Bowl this year, and that doesn't mean he's going to come back. So let's go ahead and pivot back to the Bears angle of what's been reported out there. Okay, all right. Here's what I would say. Okay. Here's what I would say about this is we've seen this in the NBA now, right, where we've seen an organization take someone who's involved in either uh, player representation or coach representation, go try to help build – build basically a franchise or or rebuild a franchise as far as that goes. We've seen that in the NBA. It's maybe too early to tell necessarily, but I I do wonder if you're going to see that in Chicago or an NFL team eventually where someone says, hey, Trace Armstrong, who was a a really good NFL player, who's done a tremendous job representing all these coaches you've seen moving around in college football, uh, Lincoln Riley, for example, Brian Kelly, for example. He's he's managed all of that with those moving parts. Why not this? And and I know some people are thinking, well, if if Matt Nagy's there, you know, why would they want to move in a guy like Ryan Day, who, yeah, it's his client, but so, so is Nagy. Well, the reality is, if you know he's going to be on the outs anyway, yeah. 
wouldn't you want to try to set him up then as guys. he's going out? Yes. Yeah. Either mm-hmm. with one of your guys or somewhere else, or somewhere else before yeah. you take over one of those jobs. So you do right by him and you do you, and you build yourself into this position where now you take a crack at that. So, I, 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 look, the agency business is a tough, tough business. It's nonstop, 24-7, 365. And not saying that's that much different than with the team, but at least you're solidified. You're in one spot. You're not traveling around, flying around everywhere. And, look, maybe Trace Armstrong likes that. But th- the truth of the matter is, if something like that was to happen, I guess I'll say this. I wouldn't be shocked. I might be surprised by it. But I wouldn't be shocked. But it does make sense, too, with the Bears and Justin Fields. Reunite him with Ryan Day, where he had a lot of success. Mm. By the way, I brought up Ryan Day on this show. I was laughed off the air when I brought that up. I, I, I think Ryan Day would be doing himself a tremendous disservice <laughs> if he left Ohio State for, the for Chicago. <laughs> But if it happens, it happens. I mean, if you get an opportunity and you feel good about it, you go go right ahead. I, Let way, somebody take that that Ohio State position, and you're going to be sitting there looking yeah, like a lonely Ohio ass child. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to be looking through that window with the the slow music I, playing and and, uh, and I, it being real cold outside. I, I totally agree. I think Ohio State's a much better job than the Chicago Bear job right now. Like, why wow. the hell would you leave Ohio wow. State? Why would coming you leave from Ohio a lifelong State? Bears? I'm just saying, why would you leave Ohio State? Wow. Like, that's one of the like, why would you leave that to go to go coach the Bears and just you know roll the dice and hope that it, you know. He comes up with a, a that winning you can get hand. Two, three years. I mean, come on, man. I mean, especially after like your your who you protocessed is going through what he's going through in Jacksonville. You go to a dysfunctional organization. There's no telling what you're going to deal with once you get in there. I, if somebody would have told oh. Urban Meyer this was what his experience was going to be, <laughs> do you think he would have not been sitting there with with Brady and and, and Liner <laughs> and Reg on Saturdays? Are you kidding me? Or waiting, looking at what the college landscape looks like right now, and some of the, you know, some of the jobs that could have been available to him? Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. Like, yeah. Please, like this that that's for the birds. Like I, I'm so over cats being like, Well, I've done it at, at an amazing pace and an amazing rate at the college level. I wanna go do it at the pros. I I'll I'll give Joe this much. This is this is a true story. Joe got approached by a few different pro teams at one point in time to go coach in the pro Joe Paterno. Paterno. Yeah. And he was like, Man, look here, I ain't ever leaving here. I'm not ever leaving here. And and sometimes you start to think you're like man like you you limit yourself like why are you limiting yourself if you if you've had success at this level like go have success at the next level right but why like if you have the ultimate job why like to, I, I just don't, I'll, I'll tell you why go because ahead. there's a lot of people who end up getting uh not not, not t- I want to say taken advantage of but there's a lot of times you stay in that position too long. People start to take you for granted, and that's well, why. That, and that's true. Like, like take, like take this for example. You know, Northwestern was playing in the Big Ten championship game what two years ago, and then they have an awful year. And then people start being like, "Well, what's what's going on with Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, or should he have jumped ship and taken this?" I mean, people start asking those questions in the downtime. No one ever looks at it and says, "Man, look at a great job he's done throughout his tenure there." 
And so that's another guy whose name has always been floated around for whether it's the Bears job or other potential big jobs, uh, NFL jobs. I just I, I don't I don't fault anyone for taking a shot at the NFL, seeing if they can do it. They're two completely different leagues. Oof. The Jacksonville situation is one in which I don't know that it's, it's necessarily the organization or if it's the staff or if it's if it's him and what he's trying to do and he's got to adjust and change to that level because it is different it could be a combination of things but like that's the reality of the of the whole deal is you're going to find yourself being taken for granted if you stay in one spot too long do you guys think Kirk Ferentz regrets not jumping to the NFL because he was one of those guys that was rumored for a while he was an assistant coach on Belichick's staff in Cleveland I'm, years ago do you I, think Ferentz regrets I, I, it I don't say, think he does I don't think so I, and I'm gonna say this you can be taking uh, uh you know well, you really underestimated say, yeah. and, and not yeah yeah I don't want that 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 would have been bad that's why that's why I, I, I did I was like trying not to let it out that way especially with the, uh, especially with the savages you, behind the scenes yeah, on this show yeah 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 you can be all you of a sudden be a in fart a, noise comes be, out yeah, trying to figure that out and, yeah. and it would have took on a whole new meaning for for <laughs> me saying it in this moment so so I'm glad I caught it and I I'll say you being underappreciated. And I still think that you can create, and and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you can create different circumstances by connecting with your fan base differently than what you'd be able to do in the pros. I think in the pros, it's more of a business. And in college, it's looked at as more of, you know, a family. If you can achieve it being more than just business at the pro level, you've done an amazing job. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers have been able to create a family-oriented environment, and they still underappreciate and undervalue their their head coach. Like they're always putting Mike Tomlin on, on the hot seat for his job in Pittsburgh. So for me, I just think that you you have to you have to measure and weigh which one is worth it. Which one being underappreciated is going to happen if you lose, no matter yeah. what level, no matter where you are, which one is more worth it? Well, I think it used to be the bigger money was at the NFL level. I think that's that's switched now. I mean, you're seeing these long term big money deal contracts that are paying more than NFL organizations. So that's the other part of this, too, that. I don't know that you leave a college job just to take an NFL job anymore because the paydays aren't there. Now, granted, you've got to recruit, and that's something that you'll hear every single coach who's ever coached as far as coaching in college and NFL and the biggest difference. It's you don't have to recruit. In college, you do. The NFL, you don't. And in and, and college, that's the lifeblood, right? That's your advantage. That's one of the biggest advantages. You know, in the NFL, it's, it's more equated because you've got the draft, free agency, a salary cap, all those things. And so scheme – your ability to develop guys while they're there, all that matters, is probably more paramount. So that's the biggest thing. But, I mean, you're getting compensated now to overcome that. Like Whatever that difference is in recruiting and all that, man, you're getting almost $10 million a year you know, in paying these head coaches. So I don't even know that there's a lot of NFL coaches who are as incentivized to stay at that level anymore because they're getting paid so much at the college level on these long-term deals 
And there's not many owners who are willing to do that besides maybe, um, you know, out, out with the Raiders, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, really the, that's really the only organization we've seen have any sort of long-term deal like that. It's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, so um, one member of this show, tried to warn you he tried to tell you the storm was coming nobody wanted to listen and now we could be on the brink of history we'll get into that for you next year on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Juan Gabriel, Juanquis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez and I'm Joseph Carrillo and we're the host of Becoming an Icon season two. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Say Jonas, say no to Jonas. <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe here no, on Jonas. Fox Sports Radio. No. Uh, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up later on this hour, we're going to have another edition of the FSR IR. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think one person is going to be uh, featured prominently in the FSR IR uh, this Ooh. Monday. Uh, that would be uh, Roberto because uh, he, yeah. he had a birthday to yeah. celebrate this weekend. He did. And, uh, you know. Uh, and there wasn't much to celebrate on Sundays. Well, <laughs> no, no. Oh, wow. well, again. You know, we will. Uh, we will find out all the uh, juicy he details. He got his scully. Oh, speaking of juicy, juicy Smollett, huh? Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, man. That's what Jason Whitlock called him, yes. by the way. Juicy maybe, maybe we'll get back to uh, Maybe we'll get to that in the final segment. <laughs> oh, okay. Of uh, uh, the fourth hour. Yeah. No, yeah. third hour. Oh, oh yeah. you want to do it? Oh, little, you really want to do it? By the way, the, uh, Charles, Charles Barkley's handling of the Jesse Smollett uh, on uh, NBA on TNT is one of the classic YouTube clips. Like I would recommend it uh, only during a break, not during uh, the actual live show, but when he uh, clowns Jesse Smollett after that story first came out, it's hilarious. A- Bro, absolutely but his, hilarious. his lawyers are still saying, like, you know, why didn't y'all believe him? It's weird, I mean, man. Yeah, there's a uh, there's weird. a lot of weirdness. Yeah. It's weird, bro. I'm, I'm still a lot of I am lot still of things confused. that came out in that case that I was like, oh, okay, mm. interesting. You know, the things you'll do when you get a subway sandwich. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Just oh, interesting how that works. Uh, all right, um, mm. I'm so, not even going to touch it. Well, listen, uh, there is one thing I do want you to touch. Okay. Oh boy. Just want to leave a little air there. Uh, yeah, leave a that. little. Of the, yeah, yeah, please a little, do. Little bro- yeah, professional please. broadcaster here. No, touching it right now. Uh, now, oh, okay. Lamar Arrington tried to tell everybody that a storm was coming to the NFL. I did and say that, it was uh, a yeah. storm. Uh, her- he did. Hurricane. Hurricane Micah yeah. uh, has appeared uh, in the NFL. It and has he is, not slowed down. The winds he, are building up. He is a monster. And and yeah. he and as the season goes on, it seems like he's getting better and better. To yeah. where I don't know if there's such thing as a rookie wall. I hear that thrown out. They say there is. And it's funny because... Because I, I I was talking to them about the rookie wall, like you are now approaching no man's land land for your career, and he's like, man, I'm just getting started, feeling good. <laughs> Look, I he was had like, a another right, another right. a couple of sacks yesterday. Uh, Dallas's offense is a whole other conversation. They're they're kind of weird to figure out, but Micah Parsons is a, is a flat out stud. And yeah. there's now people that are saying, you know, forget just you know. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I think somebody what, said that on this very yeah. show last oh, yeah. last week. What yeah. a Defensive Player of the Year is now. Uh, you know, why is that not? That out. And why is that not? Name a better defensive player. Nobody. Name name. Uh, or I'll say this because there are some players cool. that you could say are better. Name somebody who's having more of an impact. Impact. Yeah. On their team. The, the only guy that anybody wants to throw out is T.J. Watt, but T.J. Watt's missed time, and at some yeah. point that's got to factor into the voting. But but here's the thing, right? When you start talking about most valuable defensive player, then you look at Micah Parsons' body of work. That man came in as a linebacker, and he played linebacker well. And then you you need him 
to be what you put him at at the line of scrimmage for. You needed him to be a defensive lineman. And he goes and all he does is give you, he boosts your your pass rush. He boosts your defensive front. You've asked him to do multiple things for a veteran. Let me put this in the proper perspective. The reason why we see a guy like J.J. Watt or a guy like Aaron Donald and we lose our mind over them and we give them the, the awards and the love that we give them so so often and so many times is because they can play anywhere along the front of that defense. You take Aaron Donald, you take J.J. Watt, they could play defensive end. They could play defensive end on first down and second down, which is very different from a third down defensive end. They can play defensive tackle. They can play nose tackle. They can play any position and be just as dangerous as impactful anywhere on that field. Now, you take Michael Parsons. He can do all of those things where he stands in there and rushes like a defensive tackle or nose, but also rushes like a defensive end and still plays on the back end of your defense as a linebacker. So he could be going up the A gap or in the B gap in one scenario and covering the running back or covering a tight end or a receiver in the next play and is just as effective in everything that he's doing. The impact that he's having, I don't know that I've seen a player have the type of impact that he's having at so many different positions. I haven't seen it. Not on defense. Not even with Lawrence Taylor. I haven't seen it. Oh, Lawrence Taylor did what he did on the outside. I tell you, you remember I told y'all coming into the season, if there was a baby that was made between Von Miller <laughs> and Ray Lewis, y'all remember I told y'all that, right? <laughs> we talked about this, yes. right? Yeah. If Ray Lewis I, I was... and Von Miller could have a baby, it would be Michael Parsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's and that's the truth. I, I was, I was more. I got more caught up in the visual. Of, uh, uh, of, I didn't want to get yeah. caught up in yeah. the visual of it. Unfortunately, <laughs> you put it out there. I'm sorry. I was like, oh God, hey, I hey Brady, I was, I was just more connecting it to the play on the field. Uh, yeah, yeah but, you should just been like if they could like clone him yeah. or DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Like scientific. I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I just well, was going for effect. You well, know you know, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Charles Barkley <laughs> said that if uh, him and Shaq had a baby, it was Zion. So it mm. kind of ties into what uh, what's that's going on. actually that's pretty funny. Too, though. <laughs> um, that's pretty funny. But he's been, uh, I mean, unbelievable, yeah. man. And now we talked about the defensive player of the year. We look. Okay, what's the odds of that again? Right, I, I'm, so, I'm looking. At, let's just do right, the math on so this. So okay. Fox bet. The odds have now dropped significantly, and we were texting back and forth about it yesterday. It's going to change after this Who's week based we? on what he did uh, on the on the you know the show chain. We were just kind of throwing it out there, and um, we? yeah, we were. Yeah. You threw it out there. Yeah, I don't yeah. think yeah, anybody, Jonas threw it yeah, out. Again, I don't even think anybody again, responded. But to again, you. Uh, but again, we not me. I didn't want to point that out. But oh, yeah, okay, I was right, uh, the first right. uh, on the forefront of this. Saturday, ten um, twelve. Uh, that is a good point. Uh, yeah. Micah Parsons is now the second favorite. To win defensive rook, uh, player of the year, according to Fox Bet, he's a plus two seventy five. Bet a hundred, win two seventy five. The yeah, only but what's, guy is it even on the board for defensive rookie of the year? Uh, not anymore. It's over. Okay. Yeah, it's over. If it was on the board, I'm just saying, like those are the sorts of deals where even if he got hurt at this point in the season, he's it's winning over. it, and so it would be a shoe in. And from an investment standpoint, like I would legitimately look at that and say we could call it gambling. But if you look at what the odds would be, even at like minus what one thousand, it, it's a guarantee. It's a shoot. It's Done a deal. guaranteed thing. Yep. Go put in a large sum of money on that. You know you're going to get you get that back in the return. Defensive player of the year. I, I wonder if they're going to hold against him the fact that he's a rookie and they want him maybe to to like earn it right. And as compared to someone else 
like a TJ Watt or, or, or like another defensive player that's a veteran guy. Miles Garrett is the favorite right now. This according to Fox Bet, he's a 2-1 to one favorite, so he's a slight favorite ahead of Micah Parsons. And then you've got uh, TJ Watt that has dropped down to third. Uh, uh, Trevon Diggs. Uh, Ooh, that money then. Because Dallas is going to be more in the playoff hunt than, than Cleveland. I mean, even I though they got the win, it's still a little shaky there. It's, it's kind of muddy in the well, AFC. Miles Garrett isn't looking as dominant as he did oh, he when the nice season. He had a nice strip sack yesterday. Yeah, he, had a ni- he, he did have a nice He's strip so scoop good. and score, yeah. but he hasn't been as dominant as when he started the season. And then you look at T.J. Watt, we, we said it. He's missed time, and and really, is he impacting this, this team in a way where you would say, yeah, he's a runaway shoe-in for it because of how many sacks he has. And and then and then the other guy that you always want to look at and you think about is Aaron Donald. We haven't heard anything from AD this year, so it's kind of like when you look at it and you really break it down to its bare minimum. What you said, that conventional wisdom of approach, definitely exists with the National Football League, not giving somebody the award because they're a rookie. Uh, and you look at somebody like, ah, maybe he doesn't deserve it as much, but he's still going to get it because of his body of work in years prior. But we still have a few more games left. And he's still doing like two sack, a two sack game. Like, this is like Derek Thomas esque. This is like Lawrence Taylor esque. His, his trajectory right now, today, is on that of the greatest players to ever play the game ever. Yeah. <laughs> And Ever. who drafted him? And who drafted him? I, I mean, say and that's going, and that's say his name. Ginger Because when them receivers be running downfield and they cut off the 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 routes, you know, just just two three yards before they're supposed to. That that guy that that'll defend one one player on his team, a franchise guy over uh, other guys. That Jerry Jones. He's in Dallas. He's in Dallas. And you know what? DT. Derek Thomas, for y'all who don't know who DT is, look him up. He was in Kansas City. It's a different market, right? But you yeah. look at LT, what market was he in? Big market. He was in That's the right. New York market. And when you do things like what they're doing in the biggest markets, being in that Dallas market, playing on America's team, that may have a tremendous impact and bearing on the outcome of this, it, this defensive player of the year uh, race. Uh, why did he drop – to where he dropped in the is was it? Just they brought the, what, up his character. Yeah, they they yeah. said okay, he was, had character issues. Was, was it was yeah. it that or was it also the run on quarterbacks? And so Dallas is one of the because no, if you look at the he teams, should have been a top. They had him projected being a top three pick, and then he, and he then was a top got, three talent. Yeah, he was a top oh, three one hundred percent. And they just it dropped. They they were basically saying he was immature, and and there were question marks as to if he was. His, his mindset was the right mindset going into the draft. Well, it, it was also the fact that he was, he was a linebacker, right? Like, I don't know that people saw him slotting into the on the, the edge. Even though if you watch the tape, you saw him do it. I, I, didn't, I don't know. Like, the best thing that ever happened to him was the Cowboys saying, like, hey, we need you at defensive end. Like, you're going to have to play defensive end because we're so banged up. We've got guys with injuries. It's out of necessity. They, like, they almost fell into it as far as playing him there. And then it's almost benefited him more showing that he's so versatile and he can do both of it, where I think now that you see it, if you were to redraft, people have been like, oh, no, no, we're going to do what, what, you know, we're going to put him on the edge because we know he can do that. Like, I don't know that people thought he was going to be as impactful off of the edge 
as he has been. I think people saw him more as an off-the-ball inside linebacker more so than a guy that's as versatile as what he's show play, showcased with the Cowboys. Now. I think if you put the film on and you look at him, you have to – it would have come down to picking your poison. Are you right. going to use him outside? Because his pass rushing ability is significant of a elite pass rusher. Are you going to – Use him inside as a middle right. backer. His his football prowess, his understanding of the game, the way he diagnoses. One thing that people may not really see is his ability to get off of blockers. It's one of the best I've ever seen ever out of a player to be able to engage and disengage a blocker. Right. So he made tackles. And if you were paying attention, he did something historical at Penn State. He did not start and let the team in tackles as a freshman. It's yeah. never happened, ever. Like, people wow. say, when you try yeah. to describe him, how do you describe him? I said, I'm Morpheus. He's Neo. <laughs> He's <laughs> the one. Like, I, like, yo, was he as good as you? He is different. To back, I've been back saying to the why he may have dropped, though. He also didn't play. Uh, yeah. he, he sat out. So, so that's something out. that I think – I don't know how that sat with teams. I think there are some players, too, you you know, you know, you kind of figure like, hey, are they going to be dinged by this? I, I think maybe there's some teams who question that as well or weren't sure how to feel about it. Well, uh, they need to uh, – uh, Thibodeau and all of them. Anybody who ever decides to opt out of anything or sit out of it, that's really good. You need to send a thank you card to Mike, Micah Parsons because nobody's going to ever take you light <laughs> just because so good, you man. were protecting your best interest going into something different. Yeah, he's fun to watch play. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeBar Arrington, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, there is a superstar in the world of sports talk radio. It is somebody that you hear daily on this network throughout the course of the week and you're going to get the inside details on the hottest birthday celebration of the year all of that is yours next year on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel. 
Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Cristina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up top of next hour, we are going to get into uh, are we concerned with this team yet? Because there's a team in the NFL, a valiant effort, but they find themselves oh, in a, that really, that game uh, show we do? a really tough spot. What's that? What game show? <laughs> that's that's that game about? show. Are, are we concerned? No. About oh. That team? Yeah. Uh, I thought we do a game show about oh, that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Do we do a game show? I kind of like the title. I, listen, I mean, we ah, can't. Yeah. Are you concerned? Uh, are you concerned? We probably should be with one team, so we'll get to that here. Fill in the blank. Could hour. be a team. Could be um, a player. By the way, you know what? Could be your co-host. I like this. A couple. Could be your board op guy. By the way, you know, LeVar Arrington and the Up on well Game done, crew yeah, uh, thank you, sir. did a, uh, a fine job in Las Vegas uh, last weekend. I mean, just, you know, hit it out of the park through and through. And speaking of Las Vegas, uh, we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, <laughs> Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. So uh, a little bit of I that. I like there. that plug. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the least yeah. I can do, you know. They love up on game in Vegas, yeah, man. Sure do, man. Especially yeah. that show before it. Which uh, is weird because uh, you guys, oddly enough, are, well, I don't know. I think that that would be an amazing game show in itself. You know, two pros and a cup of Joe versus up on game. And, and you guys, you and uh, Brady, 
like you know match up against TJ and Plex. I, th- I think that would be in betting. Could you imagine though, in like betting? show two, yeah. if you didn't have Jonas leading up to you, how much better it would be? Hold, hold on, <laughs> but kiss my ass. <laughs> Just, yeah, that, that I is mean, so we insulting. did have to, we did have to spend the first hour getting the the audience back. <laughs> I was just gonna say, right? Like, that's a problem. Yeah. That is uh, that is insulting. And we heat up because we get them going, and then Joy Taylor comes in and takes over. So, by the way, uh, you mentioned uh, you want to have uh, Plex and. Uh, T.J. Hushmanzada against Go Brady head to head with you. I wise. think that junk would I just be, want yeah. to throw to him. I yeah, think it was – well, that would be yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah. Can I uh, – Can't go wrong with oh, those two. What about me? A little, little Pat and Go line. Uh, me, uh, yeah, T.J., no, and no, Plex. No, little, you know? no space for you. One, one of these is not like the other. I'm certain <laughs> we'll, Brady will we'll not let, look at you as an option. We'll let yeah. Jonas play slot, but he, he he just won't be doing much of that. <laughs> Brady, Leave Brady that alone. will be looking at Plex and T.J. Jonas will be like, hey, hey, I'm open. Like Lucas. Hey, I'm running open. Little boy, if you don't get out of the way. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Uh, Right now, it is time for something we we do on the show. to do that one day. (laughs) Let's do it. I've been doing it. A versus. Fight for LeVar. We got to do it. No, no. We'll just do a versus. Like, don't don't do no fight for LeVar. That that sounded real. I ain't like that. All right. Ain't like that at all. Come on. Uh, That's, it's real, awkward now. Let's just get out there, man. Let's go. Let's just get out of here. After your sports weekend, happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report. All right, this is where we uh, report any issues, injuries, problems over the course of the weekend. And I think we got to start with the birthday boy, a man who celebrated his birthday over the weekend, uh, Roberto, our yeah. technical producer, who got after it on a Friday so much so that he pretty much blew me off via text when I was trying to communicate with him. Uh, he call, he said to, to me, Pluto minus the L. So you guys can uh, figure that out on your own oh, there. Okay. Yeah, a very insulting. But Roberto. <laughs> How'd it go? How was your birthday party? I wasn't. I wasn't really party. Just some cousins and immediate family was over. Uh, made some tacos. It was good. Uh, didn't get too drunk. I love what he goes. It was good. It was good. <laughs> didn't get too drunk. <laughs> didn't get too drunk. It. And so on Saturday, it was a different drunk. story. <laughs> it was drunk, but not too oh, drunk. Man, dude. <laughs> what happened on Saturday? Well, I started off. Went to my in-laws. My, my mother-in-law made me some classic menudo, of course, delicious. Started yeah. there. They went to mom's house. Mom's making tamales. The brother and the sister <laughs> we were all making tamales, and we started drinking, drinking, drinking. Like about, I was, must have had like twenty beers. Or so twenty. Yeah. Wow. And then I got a lot of tequila for my birthday. So uh, yeah. So when I woke up to watch the Raider game, the, the Raiders were looking how I was feeling. Mm. So yeah. Oh, so that's not good. yeah, it's not good. And you, but thank, you, thank, thank God, I felt like s on uh, Sunday because I saw that crap, and I'm, you know, I'm going to sleep. Because you've t- you've said that tequila doesn't cooperate with you anymore. Like no, not like you used to. <laughs> like you, it's like I could guy. drink a bottle on a weekend and be like, all right, let's do it again. Mm. Wow, and, and now you can't. I was no, on I the can't. 1800 coconut Ooh. this weekend. Ooh. Yeah, How was it was that? good. Oh, that it was good. good. You know, you put it with a little that? bit of pineapple juice. Just a tad bit of pineapple juice, eighteen hundred coconut. It's amazing. No, no, no. It's amazing tequila, man. No, we, didn't, we don't have but those on the. I will streets. say my my injury my injury report is my lower back is on fire right <laughs> now. I, I went out there and I've started doing you know off season training work with some of my guys, and you know when you've done it, you get out there and you do it. You start like <laughs> you start demonstrating it. And and I haven't done it in quite some time, and yeah, so I'm I'm trying to straighten my back up today. 
Well, listen to me. You want me to crack it for and you? And yesterday. You want me to crack your back N- for you? Like, no, Jonas. Do some work. Jonas, <laughs> just I, I told you to stay away from these, These like, you know, that's, that's, that's what? I'm just, you're toeing the line, right, bro. Well, like, listen, come on, stop. Right, well, I, I you mean, will not be touching my back at all. <laughs> okay, I was just asking, <laughs> like offering some help. Thank uh, you very much. Lead, lead to lap, anything no you want to report? Any uh, issues you want to report? Uh, not for me specifically, but I had a, a friend knock on my door at 5 a.m. on Saturday. He uh, had forgotten where his new apartment was, so I had to drive him. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? Other and, reports say uh, that he and, saw your like, girlfriend in the front yard. And he, sh- he showed up in uh, girls' sweats, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Said the girlfriend oh, was wow. in the front yard, and, uh, and he thought I mean, he was at the right place. Yeah, hold on he a just second. spent all this time moving into a new place, and he doesn't remember that place <laughs> he moved all his stuff How's into. How is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, he, yeah, he'd, uh, he 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 woke up at a girl's place. Oh, here we go. And uh, lost his pants. Showed up keep... at mine with the girl's sweats on he and said, "Hey, can you pants. can you drive me home? Because I forgot where it is." So he, you lose your pants. He took her sweatpants. Yes. Did they fit? Is this like an he eye surprisingly for an eye? did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he think she stole his pants, so he steals a pair of hers? Because <laughs> that, that doesn't work out well. Like, <laughs> like chicks wear dudes' pants or T-shirts and something. Like that's that's like cool. It's like maybe I would have called the cops. That would have freaked me out, man. I'd be like, something's <laughs> wrong with you, mother effer. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get the hell off my yard, man. I'm yeah. going back to bid. And if of you course, were here, I'm you calling the cops. That. Of course, he, he had her keys, not his own, so that was a whole other yeah. thing. Oh, he, oh, had, he had what? Her keys. Oh, okay. It sounded like something different. Hey, Lee? It definitely <laughs> yeah. sounded like something different, yeah, but, You might want to work yeah. on that. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.